at y'all. You got the Lake Seminole Ramblers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Nichols Lures, handcrafted to perfection. Check them out today at www.nicholslures.com. In this episode, we'll bring you the usual fishing report, talk to you about the Seminole County Sticks, local tournament results, go over the alligator season opener and give you the regulations on that season. Then we'll talk about uh, our local Don, Mafia Don, you know who that is. And then we're going to remind you about the Lake Seminole Ramblings Labor Day Tournament. So anyway, big thank you to our Patreons, Brett Bush, Miles Mosley, Mason Mosley, Dole Browning, John Sullivan, and Jamie Cochavar. Y'all appreciate the support. The channel is made possible because of y'all. If you want to be like these guys and be cool, well, head over to our website, won't you? www.lakeseminolerambles.com. Click on the Patreon button. Anyway, I'm going to hush. Let's get on with the show. All right, y'all. Let's do a water conditions report for you. Hey, you like the new goodies? So if you're listening to us on the podcast, uh, you can head over to YouTube. And uh, I've had this in the works for a little while, so this is going to be the first kind of run with this. But um, we are going to try to do a live podcast, meaning I have graphics and green screen and get to actually show you all what it looks like while I do it. So it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little more challenging for me. But I want to keep it evolving and keep it growing for y'all. So uh, here's our Google Earth look at the water conditions. So uh, Chattahoochee River is 85, 86. Now the water has come down about 5 degrees. We are getting a bunch of influx from the upper parts of the state, rainwater and all. So it has dropped our water temperature down a little bit. Uh, Flint River is 85, 86. Spring Creek's about 86, 87 in some spots. Uh, the Flint and the Chattahoochee have their normal stain, and Spring Creek is uh, just about gin clear. just depends on what day you there. We have runoff coming in there. All right, guys, so the fishing report. Uh, fishing's been up and down this week. Uh, some days are good. Some days are tough. Some anglers are catching them. Some ain't. Some are catching them in the morning. Some are catching them at 10. Some are catching them in the evening. It's so up and down. It just depends on what time you go. The best advice I can tell you is go fishing. Um, what I'm looking for out there is I, I, I'm beating a dead horse at this point. It's summer pattern. Uh, you're doing a couple things. You're flipping mats. You're throwing frogs on brim beds. You're fishing ledges or you're fishing ditches next to grass points. That's it. I mean, unless you just figured something else out or unless you've moved on from largemouth, that's what you're doing. Pick them pick one go do it if it ain't working go do something else um i have not seen a bunch of giant fish being caught it's summertime i think they get the heck out of here they uh they go to their home and they stay in the home uh, there's been some six and seven pounders caught but i haven't heard of any tens or anything being caught uh, i think so far we're at five this year uh reminder if you catch a fish that's a uh, big giant fish send it to me let me know i won't share information i won't share what you caught it on or anything like that but people like to know uh the crappy fishing's been really good the guys that i'm hearing catching them are just catching some monster slabs uh same thing as last week 10 foot flats they're running balls of shad everywhere i can't go i can't go anywhere without finding them they're really easy to find right now um i don't know about getting them to bite all the time but they're pretty easy to locate if you got some decent set of graphs on your boat 
uh look for the shad pods shad pods usually in the river channels too are going to be uh hybrids i'm starting to see hybrids running right now so if you got if you guys like to stripe for hybrid fish now's the time to come down it's starting to uh pick up on that i did see uh probably 10 or 12 pools of shad i mean by pools i mean like size of your boat just big pods that were being run up and we were starting to get some bird signs so now's the time to start breaking out that spoon and seeing what you can pull up uh, as far as catfishing goes y'all the catfishing's been real good if you're going at night using cut bait drifting these channels these guys are catching 17 to 30 pound fish just one after another after another so that's uh, just how it is in the summer i feel like bass fishing's slower but the catfishing picks up man it, it's awesome right now if you a cat fisherman it's time all right so let's see what we got coming up oh we got the alligator season all right so alligator season started on august 19th and it will be done october 3rd at sunrise uh you can only kill one alligator y'all one it's got to be longer than 48 inches unless you on you follow then it's got to be longer than 96 inches that is from tail to snout y'all this is real serious with the game warden they do not play with alley well they don't play with anything but they really don't play with alligators don't poach one don't be dumb with them if you hook a you know nine or ten footer and that's that's what you want to use your tag on that's it um i i believe you can be in the boat with a gator hunter you just can't use your um excuse me you can be in the boat with a gator hunter but you have to have your um hunting license which is not a big deal so i think only the guy with the tag is allowed to shoot uh, so this year you will just go to your app and you'll file uh, uh, you know a thing on your do your check-in say hey i shot my alligator and they will mail you a tag so they they're not just going to give you the tag um and that's going to prevent people from killing the gator and then not claiming the tag or at least in their eyes because there are going to be a lot of them that um, i find usually about two or three every year that have been poached and it, it kind of pisses me off to be honest with you just follow the, the rules it's a it's a so many people go redneck on it. That just drives me crazy. That is an animal. It is living. Like, we need to take care of the resource. Be a, be a good ethical sportsman. Don't be a redneck. Uh, but, yeah, let's see. I talked to uh, Dalen, uh, Dalen Watley. He said, man, they've been passing up gators like crazy. 10, 11 footers. Uh, we have a lot of uh, out-of-towners here right now, so that's usually what happens with the start of the season we got a lot of visitors that come in which is great um but they like to take up the water a little bit so we you know usually let them go ahead and fill their tags and then guys that hardcore hunt all the time that look for them um they're gonna go get in the holes and go look for for where the big boys are hanging out i have rumors from him that he knows where a couple of records are but we're just gonna that's as far as we're gonna go um there was a report of a 10-footer being shot, uh, some folks that were staying at Big Jim's. So uh, Miss Lacey reached out and told me about that. And uh, our hero game warden, Mr. KP Boatwright, reached out and told me that so far 17 have been uh, harvested from this area. So um, I asked him if there was any size to those, and he said uh, approximately 12 foot. So. You know that's probably if those are those guys saying it there's probably 11 foot 
you know how they're you know you always add a pound or take away a pound from a fish so why not add a foot on alligator oh uh, 12 footers that's a pretty decent sized alligator excuse me y'all that's a pretty decent sized alligator uh i'd like to see one you know i'd like to see one break the record again i'd like to see a 14 and a half i saw one was about 15 foot last year but i have not seen him this year um man he was out he was just unbelievable he was swimming in the middle of the big lake and it was just unbelievable how big he was um so yeah that was uh i'd really like to get out there and do that sometimes i, I think i'm gonna beg mr dalen to take me out there and, you know see what it's all about because i'd like to go out there and look at it sometime so then we had uh yesterday we had our season opener for the local tournament for the seminole sticks and this was the junior and uh, senior divisions so the juniors are um, middle school guys or elementary school fifth graders and up and um man it was a blast i captained some fifth grade boys and it was tough y'all just don't even know how hard an august day like we had is for a fifth grade boy um they get baptized real quick they get to understand how it is i like the way coach ingram did that he said we're gonna make sure they get uh, get a good dose of it um this is how i like to do it i, I always thought some other programs were um uh, i don't know i guess what i'm trying to say is uh, I, I always wanted to treat fishing like football you know make it real serious and um a lot of programs aren't taking it real serious but seminole county's taking it serious i, I like what coach zingram has done and i'm proud to be a part of it uh let's see who won let's get you the results of this here our winner of course was local hammer jonathan jarvis man he wins everything he catches all them fish he came to the scales of 15 pounds 15.81 pounds uh that's three fish limit that's a phenom bag that's all you can ever ask for uh two more of those and he'd be at uh, he'd win any tournament out here you know out of five fish limits so congratulations there jonathan uh, there was a battle for big fish uh, between him and jim godley uh, Jim come in second place with 14.63 pounds, but did have the big fish for 6.17 pounds. So, congratulations, Jim. Tanner Trawick finished out third place, 8.46. Y'all, this day was tough. Um, I believe the junior side, it was 1.5 pounds, 1.2 pounds, won the junior side. Absolutely a grind of a day. Uh, first thing Coach Ingram said to me was, man, what a tough day. And, I said, well, you're making me feel a lot better because I couldn't get them to touch topwater plug. Uh, I think a lot of these fish were caught on a worm. Man, it was annoying because you can go out the day before, you know, typical tournament fishing, and you do well. Uh, we had thunderstorms and stuff over the lake night before, and these Florida strain fish do not like lightning. It's just something I've seen over and over and over and over again. Now, of course, you're, there's going to be some fish that are being caught but you're talking about out of 13 boats there was like three limits weight that that is a tough as nails day that is tough 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 so big shout out to our high school guys big shout out to our junior guys um i wish man i wish we had had high school fishing when i was in high school it, it's just not even fair at all it's killing me y'all this is crazy so you're gonna hear me start talking about this is the dawn by the way you see see the uh the core sign this is our dawn and i have confirmed it with multiple businesses yes it's uh two or three percent 
of their annual profits go to the core. So think about that. That's two businesses I've, I've had confirmed. So they own the property and you pay them a percentage of your business. They ain't got nothing to do with your business whatsoever. They don't help you. They don't advertise for you. They don't do nothing but take. Look at this scene right here. This is them. 100%. And the guy kissing his hand is the business owner. And the guy's looking around is us. Going, wow, it's messed up. Look at this guy's face right here. He's like, man, it's kind of messed up. It is messed up. I'm going to tell you why it's messed up. Excuse me. It's messed up because they take 2%. It's another tax, but they don't do it. They don't do anything. So either way, I got another, um, you know, the rumor mills been going on saying that the dam's been worked on and la la la. I got a confirmation from a couple of sources. I'm not going to reveal any sources or anything, but I got a confirmation from a source that's let's just say a state employee that talked to the the Don here, Don Corleone. Don <laughs> isn't that funny how that's his name, Don Corleone? Like the core? Don Core. They talked to Don Core here and uh they're not doing any work on the dam. They said that's just regular when we get rain every day, that's regular up and down fluctuation. So let's let's just kill the rumor right now they are not doing any work on the dam it's it's not going on y'all actually think they'd spend money and do something and work on something i mean that's just hilarious please don't make me laugh so i keep getting so here's the list of excuses i've gotten now because i asked this person to try to figure out what's going on inside and get some responses and either way it was all B it's all BS. It's like a, a cycle of three or four excuses. So it's either we don't have the money. It's under contract for somebody to do. Or it's the uh, what's it's the Coast Guard's responsibility. Those are the three rotating excuses that you're gonna hear from Don Cor every single time that you are to bring something up. And, and it depends what time of year or whatever that they're going to keep talking about it. So this time, instead of the Coast Guard's responsibility, the, res the response that I got was they've got it contracted, which I've heard this since last year that it's been contracted out. But the contractor's having a hard time sourcing the polls. Do y'all believe this bullshit? It's a telephone poll. What do you mean you can't find the polls? I'm I'm so like I'm fixing to I swear to God, y'all, if we don't all come together and file a lawsuit against the court, like this has got to stop. It's blatant slapping everybody in the face and nobody cares. Y'all, they take money from these local people. Which uh, you know, that's another thing. We all talk about local, but we let people that have no ties here, no nothing, ain't got no business, don't even live here. We let them come in here and try to take advantage of all the local people 
and then try to dictate to who you can and can't do business with. And like we support these people that live in like Massachusetts and stuff have nothing to do with this and just take advantage of this area. And we, we, I don't, I don't know. It just blows my mind. It just completely blows my mind away. And then you've got this, you've got Don core here and nobody gets behind him. So we'll let people come in from out of town, make money off of us for no reason, not put anything back into the area. And then we'll let the core just take money from all the local businesses and not do anything to the lake and take all of this stuff, just not do anything. You know, this lake, according to the Florida Wildlife Commission, is 75% hydraulic covered. Do we have any idea? Does anybody realize how dire that situation is? That is dangerous. Could take over the whole lake. And the core is taking a percentage from every business that's on the water. Which, granted, isn't what, but three? But still. And that's the reason why there ain't but three, because the lake's not taken care of. I mean, if you go back and you try to map them channels, the channels have drifted from Michael. They're giving us bullshit excuses the whole time. So it's the Coast Guard's responsibility to maintain the channels. Oh, and then all of a sudden, they've got somebody contracted to come do the channels. That was a year ago, which is they're still playing on that. Even though if you drive down to the Corps' office on your boat, you'll see they've got the boats, the markers, everything right there. Don't let them lie. So this is what I propose. If they're going to keep disrespecting us like this, this is just what it is. It's 100% disrespect. This is our lake. This was formed by we the people, a law that the Congress passed so it's not the mafia don it's not don core it's not his lake it's our lake so either and and, and, I, and i'm gonna call out the politicians too what did y'all do when y'all came down here and put on that show like the movies what did y'all do nothing you just came out there so your constituents would say oh well so and so came down here that lawyer what did he do nothing the petition that was going around to be signed to do something about the lake where did that get us nowhere so you know what you need to do every single solitary one of y'all that lives on the lake and listens to this podcast go to the u.s army corps of engineers website and file a complaint with the inspector general and you tell them that there's embezzlement going on here because if you ask the corps why jack's cut hasn't been cleaned out they'll tell you they don't have the budget but that was five years ago and they got fema money demand answers demand that our lake be fixed because this is crap this used to be the number seven bass lake in the country according to Bassmaster magazine now it's the number seven bass lake in the southeast we've fallen they won't take care of it so please y'all we've got to come together and we've got to stand up against the core because before you know it in 10 15 years the lake's going to be overrun you already cannot go up fish pond drain i've had four people tell me they get beepers halfway up there once you go past the carp, carp gates that don't work every one of them carp gates needs to be torn down this lake is a shell of its former self and it pisses me off
But anyway, let's talk about our Lake Seminole Ramblings tournament. We're having our Labor Day tournament. This is just a nice reminder for you. September 5th, Labor Day. Registration starts at 5 a.m. We do have pre-registration open right now. We would love it if you go ahead and pre-register. The early boat numbers are gone. You still can get a top 10 boat number. $60 per boat. Due to requests, we do now have a $100 optional winner-take-all side pot. So you pay $100, and if you win the side pot, you get all of it. So that's and you don't have to participate. It's fine. It's separate from the payouts, but it's to try to bring everybody together. There's some guys that want to. I don't put my $80,000 boat in for 60 bucks, and there's some guys that. I don't want somebody that's really good to fish. Like, guys, this is a community event. Can we please stop bickering on Facebook and just come together and have a good time and go help out Mr. Don over at Ad East? So that's going to lead me into another thing. I love all of y'all. Can we come together as a community and stop the bitching all the time and stop the flexing? And we know who's good. We know who's not. Can we just be friends? Can we all just come together? I'm so damn sick of it. Everybody's got something to say. There was somebody yesterday that stopped me at the ramp was complaining about something and i said something about the podcast he said oh you're that guy from up north i've never been i've never in my life i said i wouldn't go up from up north he said yeah you're that yankee feller all right i'm not from up north and i ain't no damn yankee so like i don't understand why Everyone has to be such a d sometimes around here. But it's not like that everywhere else. So can we just come together and be a good community and stop this bickering among everybody? Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's horse shit. It really is. This flexing and this, that, like, we know who fished on FLW. We know who hasn't fished FLW. We know who's a pro and who's not. We all get it. Like, but these little comments about I'm not splashing an $80,000 boat to fish a $60 tournament. You just look like an arrogant prick. But like, let's come together and let's have a good time. Ran over. So you guys can come and have a great time or you don't have to come. We would love for you to come. It will be a great time. Come down there. Sponsored by At Ease Campground and Marina. Lake Seminole Outdoors, Nichols Lures, Country Boy Baits, and I believe now uh, Pepsi Cola of Bainbridge has jumped on board to help us out some. So, again, it will be a great time. We will have breakfast. It's a two-man team event down there at Jack Wingett's Old Place, which is now at Ease Campground and Marina. I will pay out three places plus the big fish pot. So, reach out to me if you have any questions. And uh, now I'm going to hush. We'll see you all next week. You've been listening to the Lake Seminole Ramblers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. Head over to our website, www.lakeseminoleramblers.com, to be a Patreon supporter or to check out our five merchandise available for sale. And for advertising opportunities, reach out to us at lakeseminoleramblers at gmail.com. Thank y'all. Have a great day.